0: Alright, so one of my last videos, I had kind of an incomplete situation where I found an article about real estate being a terrible investment. And I kind of wanted to find another article, and I found one on uh, CNBC.com. I think it was, yeah, CNBC.com, uh, make it. This is actually an article from 2019, but it still holds true today. Not just because an article's old doesn't mean that the principles behind the article don't make sense, and they do. So, Alright, so the whole, let's, um let me just... I want to keep this episode as brief as possible because I don't want to stay up too late making videos. I don't want to keep all my neighbors up, but I'm not, I hope I'm not too loud. Um, all right, so the article is, it's called Wealth Manager, Buying a Home is Usually a Terrible Investment. Here's why. Um, the article is published on April, April 18th, uh, 2019 by Kathleen Elkins. And let's see. The Definitive Guide to Buying Your First Home. All right, so a lot of people will tell you that buying a home is a good investment, but that couldn't be further from the truth, says uh, Peter uh, Malik, Malik yeah. a certified financial planner and president of wealth management firm Creative Planning. In reality, it's usually a terrible investment, he says. That's because at the end of the day, owning a home make, takes money out of your pocket, you're paying property taxes, you're paying maintenance, you're paying insurance. There are a lot of other things that happen with your home that you've got to pay for. Young homeowners in particular figured out figured that out the hard way. Underestimating the hidden costs is number is the number one reason millennials who do own homes have regrets over time, you might increase in over time, your home might increase in value. Malik um, says, but it probably won't appreciate enough. To offset all the costs, instead, if you took what you'd save from not buying a house and invested it in something that's likely to grow in value, such as stocks and bonds, chances are you'd end up with more money in the long term. Say you live in Brooklyn, New York, and pay two thousand five hundred dollars a month to rent. If you buy your own place, you might pay. Five thousand dollars a month between your mortgage, taxes, and other maintenance costs. Uh, Malik gives a, give sorry, Malik gives as an example. Uh, other financial experts estimate that thanks to home ownership costs, buying could cost you about forty percent more than renting. Um, if you take the difference and you save it. That extra two thousand five hundred you're saving in a diversified portfolio is almost certainly, over a long period of time, going to grow to be worth more than what your home equity would have been worth if you had just put the money into a home. He said. He says, Ramit uh, Sethi, a self-made millionaire and author of I Will Teach You to Be Rich, has has made the same argument. Think about, think about it this way, Satie suggests. Generally, we can assume that over the long term, if we invest in a low-cost diversified index fund, we get about 7% in terms of annualized returns. Um, can, you, can you beat that in your area over time with real estate appreciation? Both Satie and Malik emphasize the importance of crunching the numbers before buying a home. Take stock of your of your own financial standing and then look into the average cost of buying versus renting a home in your area. Try to project whether or not buying makes sense for you and ask yourself whether you'd whether you're better off renting and putting the money that you'd save into investments such as mutual funds. If you run the numbers like me You might discover that for where you live, it actually makes no financial sense to buy," says the team. Are there other reasons to buy? Of course, maybe. Sorry about that. Of course, maybe you want to buy because you want to knock that wall down. Maybe you want to buy because you want your kids to go to a certain school. That's fine, but run the numbers for the for the biggest purchase of your life," he adds. You should know all the math and know and how it plays out 20 years in the future. One major benefit that comes with buying a home is that it can be a, a type of forced savings because by making monthly payments on a mortgage, you're using money in a constructive way by putting into an asset that, could, that you could later sell, as Malik, sugge- as Malik explains. You've got to find, you've got to you got to find the money every month to put into your home to pay that mortgage. So it forces you to build equity. Keep in mind when you have a mortgage, you will pay interest to your lender. There are other benefits too. Wealth manager David Bach says that buying a home is the escalator to wealth in America, and it can it can even help you retire early if you can pay off your mortgage. Still, Malik contends if you're disciplined enough to take whatever savings you have from renting instead of buying and invest it, you're going to be in far better shape than if you had invested in a property that continues to take money from you. So, that's a hell of an article. (laughs) I happen to agree with it completely. I love it. Uh, reason being is because one I, I as much as I like real estate i'm I'm not against it or anything I think um uh, I think if you own real estate to rent it out, that's a different story because you're getting value from the rent you're getting a cash flow, but just having a house and then waiting for it to waiting for it to eventually appreciate and sell off I just don't I just don't consider that an asset at least if you're gonna do that it, rent it out you know, rent it out so that's why another another thing I want to suggest to everybody. I think it's something uh, people need to consider is, um, let me put myself back to normal size on here. One thing I think people really, really need to consider when it comes to home buying or real estate of any kind, at least residential-wise, um, I personally, and I'm always going to recommend this every single time, every day of the week, I always always, always, always recommend buying a real estate investment trust index fund like the Vanguard REIT fund. Okay. now you're probably wondering, what are you talking about now, dude? What I'm talking about is a well-diversified portfolio of nothing but real estate investment trusts that have tons and tons and tons of different properties that they're exposed to. Whether it's commercial real estate, whether it's residential, you're basically allowing yourself to be, uh, be exposed to a diversified portfolio of real estate. So if the market crashes, you could buy more of this exchange-traded fund on your brokerage account. That's pretty much what I do. So if a market crash were to happen tomorrow or the next day, it doesn't matter, um, if the real estate market took a fat fucking dip, I would definitely buy as much, uh, I would start buying on the dip for the uh, Vanguard Real Estate Investment Trust Index Fund. That's what I would do that's the smartest move because you want to buy on dips, especially if if it's really well diversified in its real estate and it's dipping in value. Yes. You want to buy more because not only are you going to get paid a dividend for it. I think it's like a 2.5% annualized yield. Don't hold me to that. You might want to look it up because I'm too lazy to look it up right now. Um, But yeah, definitely consider you got to consider the fact that this is, um, it's all wild, man. I, I love it. I, I do love real estate. I'm not going to lie. I am, even though I think buying a home is a bad investment, I would love to buy a duplex or a triplex, right? <laughs> and buy a triplex on a piece of property and rent it out, to, rent out the two other slots and I live in the other one, right? Um, it's a little bit of a risk though. I personally, if you want to know the truth, I don't like dealing with people. Like, I, I mean, I love people. Don't get me wrong. I love selling to people. I love helping people out. I don't um I don't like the idea of being a landlord. I never have. The the whole idea kind of makes me sick to my stomach. I don't like being in control of people's destinies. I don't think I would really have the heart to want to kick anybody out ever. So that's another reason why I'd be a terrible landlord because I would feel so bad if anything happened to people, you know. So So for me personally, whenever I invest, it's in real estate and expose myself to real estate. It's always in a real estate investment trust index fund. And that's it because. uh, I mean, what other choice do I have if I don't, you know, and then basically there's a nice, I wouldn't say a fat dividend, but a growing dividend over time as well with these types of real estate investment trusts, which is really super handy. Um, I can't remember what the dividend yield is. I think, let me look it up. (laughs) yeah Vanguard uh, real estate ETF uh, stock dividend let's see what the dividend payout is so okay the oh yeah the VNQ is what it's called I always forget the acronym is for it so the ETF dividend yield this is uh, by the way this was from January of 2020 so it is a little bit outdated Uh, 2021, it is 2.27% for the annualized dividend return. For 2020, it was 3.65%. So I got to admit the value has gone up quite a bit. People have been pouring into this index fund. Um, But I still believe there's going to be a real estate crash on the horizon, but it's still good to dip your toes in. And what I mean is by like a share or two of this, because if you buy one or two shares, you're at least exposing yourself to real estate. And if there is a really bad dip and crash, then you can use any reserve cash that you have on the side and start buying more of the VNQ, right? Keep yourself, basically just keep yourself diversified. Um, And that's the whole point of the Vanguard Real Estate Investment Trust uh, Index Fund. It allows you to stay diversified um, in the sector of real estate because you want to you want to be exposed to as many different properties whether it's commercial whether it's real estate whether it's um, storage units even man it's, it's crazy the amount of property space that this exposes you to because um, if one sector of the real estate market fails the other's going to back it up which is really great which is why one of the reasons why I'm all about all about the VNQ baby so definitely look up the Vanguard REIT uh, index fund please. It's really, it's really one of the best things you could ever do for yourself. Um, um, I'm really passionate about being exposed to real estate because it is a great vessel for financial freedom. But look, if you don't want to deal with actually buying the properties or maybe you don't have the money, honestly, an index fund is your best bet. An index fund that exposes you to to all sorts of real estate, like the Vanguard Real Estate Investment Trust. I I keep saying it. I sound like a broken record, but you guys got to get into this. It's really important, especially if you don't want to take out a mortgage, because you still have to pay interest on a mortgage. You still have to pay other things. It's like, and you're kind of in debt to it. You know what I mean? You're indebted to it. So it's kind of like buying a well-diversified portfolio through an index fund, like a Vanguard one. It's very simple. It's like it, it allows you to be so exposed <laughs> to different forms of real estate while at the same time minimizing your risk while having a pretty positive upside over time. So it's a win-win situation in my book. Um, I love buying uh, these types of indexes on the dip. Um, just being exposed to it's great. I think just being exposed to real estate's an honor. I love it. So anyway, thank you guys for taking the time to view this. I'm out. Uh, this will be my last episode of the night. I will probably make more episodes tomorrow at some point. Um, I just want to say thank you again, man. This has been a, I had to bust out as many of these as I could before I got too tired to, and I'm starting to get tired now, but thank you guys. Um, I hope you guys have yourselves an incredible, sexy rest of the night and I'll see you most likely tomorrow. Later.